Welcome to the Uncensored Self Podcast, a safe space for all to learn to love themselves, shed their light onto others, and create a life full of never-ending joy through relationship with Jesus. I'm your host, Emily, a certified professional life coach, and I first want to say thank you so much for tuning in today. Just a reminder that hence the name, the words of this podcast are not edited or cut. We are made to celebrate our divine individuality 100% of the time, and this podcast is no exception. This is your life, and I'm so excited that you are here with me right now, taking the time to pursue and accelerate your faith-led self-love journey. Now let's get to work. Hi, everyone. What is up, family? I'm so excited to be talking with you today because it feels like it's, I don't know, it just, it's been too long since I've sat down, just me and you, um, writing an episode, crafting an episode, talking to you through this microphone. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I've just had a busy or full past two weeks with a lot of family activities surrounding Christmas and the holidays in general. So I've been a little MIA both on the podcast and in my supporting social medias, but we are back. I want to let you know that I've been thinking of all of you, praying for all of you and your families this holiday season. And I'm just so grateful to be sitting here with you um, behind the microphone talking again. It is January 1st, 2024. Um, So we are right back on track with the weekly episodes this one is going up a little bit later, but hey, we're starting off the year super strong. And I am just, I'm just so ecstatic to be here talking with you guys right now. We have a great episode planned today. Um, So yeah, so not only happy Monday, but happy new year. I am so expectantly excited to see all that the Lord is going to do with this podcast and the space um, through me this through me and us this year um, and dedicating this platform to the Lord has given me this sense of so much freedom and I hope it blesses you all in the ways that I desire it to. Uh, so yeah, just thank you so much for starting off your new year with me. I'm so thankful for your listenership. We have a bit to unpack today. I finally feel settled enough in my thoughts and revelations to speak on this topic more so than I did when I thought I would be able to, like when I had this idea months ago, you guys will see what I mean. Um, but yeah, let's just get, I'm ready to dive right in if you guys are. So if you've been a listener for a while, or at least for the last few months, you would know that we started a series on the podcast called Breaking the Comparison Loop. And guys, side note before I begin, I've been so, (laughs) I grew up on Long Island. I still live on Long Island, right? And I always say my A's long, like comparison, but I think I, Gunner's accent, Gunner's <laughs> New England accent has been rubbing off on me. I just said comparison loop, and I've been saying all my A's really short. So I don't know. I just had to mention that. Fun fact about me, I see my A's long. I don't know if you guys notice it, but I just, I don't know. I feel like I'm shifting in my, 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 oh my gosh, what is it called? My accent. And it's weird. Anyways, we started a series on the podcast called Breaking the Comparison Loop. And within that series, I promised three episodes. We already have the first two up posted um, talking about one, comparison to your past self and two, comparison to your future self. I don't know the exact order of both episodes. Um, I think I have memory problems, to be honest. But today we are wrapping up this series by talking about comparison to other people or just anything else that is not within yourself. Um, This goes for social media, close friends, acquaintances, the younger generation, the older generation, coworkers, family, immediate or extended, like literally anyone that has a life here on earth, which duh, is all people. um, We can fall into comparison, a comparison loop with them if we are not if we are not careful and we do not want that. So we're here to talk about that today um, in honesty and 
openly and vulnerability today. And my hope is that you see that you are not alone in any of these feelings, but that you also leave today with practical tools and verses and advice to meditate on to carry you into your everyday life so that you are more confident in the Lord with what you personally have been given because it is great and wonderful and a good thing. Um, and I just think that this is a perfect time to talk about this topic with the turn of the new year, with everyone posting you know, their highlight real memories. It's so easy to fall victim to judgment, comparison, jealousy, just overall not great feelings that sit with us and we do not want to bring them any further than we have. So yeah, let's just get into it and fix our thoughts on what truly matters so we can lead more joyful and happier lives. So to start off the episode, before I feel like I can give you any of my best advice and wisdom and scriptures and all the things on this topic, I feel like we first have to tackle the question of why. Very simple question. Why do we compare our lives to the lives of other people? So you may have your own reasons and answers to this question, as do I at times, but really, and this is said with love, they're all just excuses for the underlying fact that we are not content with where we are at. And I used to cover up the statement and run from it and be like, no, I'm so content. I'm so grateful for life. I'm a happy person. This can't be true. But accepting that there are parts of me that are not grateful when I find myself comparing myself is safe to do. And it's also the first step towards moving forward and making the thoughts I have more positive for myself and the environment in which I live in, which is my brain, because it gets draining to live in a mind that is always complaining 24-7 and with a mind that I exist in and that you exist in 100% of the time, like we, we are, are like we live with ourselves, like 100, like from the time we were born till the moment we die, like, and even like in eternity, you know what I mean? Like we are always going to have our, our mind that we're listening to, um, I want to make that time as much of that time as positive as it can be. And I don't want to contribute to my own suffering because there's enough of that around me and enough of that battling against me. Um, so why do I want to contribute to my own suffering? I'm just going to, I would rather find peace in every single situation. Um, so that being said, let's rest on the truth of Jesus's words where he says in John 10, 10, the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. So all you need, this is your reminder that all you need resides in Jesus, whatever or whenever you hop on the comparison loop train, hop right back off. You can do that. You don't have to write it out and sit in your misery and be like, oh, well, I have to feel this way. You can. You're allowed to feel your emotions and there's a time and a place to do that. But you don't have to fall victim to comparison because you lack nothing. God provides all that you need. All that you need resides in Jesus. So you have all you need right now. I know I keep saying it, but let's just steward it faithfully, starting with our attitudes about it. Because if we have the poor attitude, we're going to miss what's right in front of us. And a good attitude can make something not so great 10 times better, just like a poor attitude can ruin a perfectly good moment. Um, I read a book this year called The Gratitude Diaries by Janice Kaplan. I've talked about it here a little bit, um, definitely before. And within it, she talks about the science of gratitude in many different areas of life. And one of the main themes I learned was that grateful people live longer, happier, and more fulfilling lives, which makes sense. And if you don't believe me that I just said it and talked about it in the book, go on Google Scholar or PubMed and find some evidence-based peer-reviewed studies about it. Um, if you're a science nerd like me, like I like go do that. It's it's comforting to see that these statistics are true because there's something that we can do about it. So now that's something that we can do about it. How do I be happy in situations that aren't happy? Let's address that question as well. How do I prevent comparison by staying content? And I want to make it clear that yes tragedies are going to strike that are truly warrant being very, very sad. What I'm talking about here are comparison moments 
like example, minor inconveniences that we blow up in our mind or taking things personally that really have nothing to do with us, things of that nature, the small things that tick us off that do not need to have our attention in any capacity. Um, and I want to draw your attention to Philippians 4, 6 that reads, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. And I just think it's so true when I find myself in a, oh, I wish like, why, why is that person that way? Why am I this way? Like, what is wrong with me? Like, why wasn't I like this? Why can't I be like this? What's, what's holding me back? I'm focusing way too much on the problem at hand rather than the solution that is right in front of me. Because if we have all that we need, we have a way out. God provides a way out in every single situation. So it's like there's a way that there's a reason that I'm being stuck still because I'm not focusing on the solution to my problem. So take whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable. I mean, I want to fill my mind with those types of things. I don't know about you guys. I don't want to think about how I wish I looked a different way or how I wish I felt a different way or how, you know what I mean? Um, cause basically when you don't make your thoughts obedient to the Lord, they become territory for the enemy. And we know just as we read in John 10, 10, that the enemy comes only to steal, kill and destroy. So I'm not leaving any room for him to, <laughs> to take ownership of my life. Like, no, thank you. So Take those thoughts obedient to the Lord. Think about whatever is pure, lovely, admirable, all those things. Memorize Philippians 4, 6. Like, let it be something that you meditate on day in and day out um, because you don't want your thoughts to be territory for the enemy. Period. That is it. <laughs> um, I absolutely feel it's necessary to dedicate a small portion of this episode to talk about comparison to people we see on social media because I know it is so prevalent in our society. I know it probably sounds like I'm like, just like any other person talking about this, but I do think it's important to still talk about it. Um, because even if you're like myself and you do have a good relationship and boundaries with social media, I do still certainly catch myself sometimes, even if it's just for a second and I have to redirect my thoughts before they consume me. Um, if you've ever felt like really overwhelmed or if you ever find yourself comparing yourself to a certain person or just like overwhelmed in general, like maybe you're spending too much time on your phone and you're feeling like you're behind in life. Or if you start like if you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, why don't I look like so-and-so? Unfollow that person. Set a screen limit on your phone and actually follow through with it. You know what I mean? And if it comes to unfollowing, no matter how much you love that person's personality, no matter how cute their videos are, if your brain cannot handle it, unfollow them. I'm talking specifically about the influencers that you see. Even if they are genuinely from behind the screen seem like amazing people that you would want to be friends with in real life, if you start comparing yourself to them, unfollow them. You are not hurting their feelings. I promise you. They likely don't even know who it is that is unfollow. You know what I'm saying? Like if you don't follow them too and they just keep coming up on your feed, like snooze their posts, hit not interested. You can block them. That is totally fair game and it's okay to do. Um, because social media is not real life. And this is where I say I feel like I have nothing new to add to the conversation, but I think repeated words are what allows us to really learn them and adopt them. So I think it's important that we're saying the simplest, simple things about these situations again. Like social media is not real life. And I feel like I especially recognize that now because I am on social media a lot posting wise just for like all that I'm doing with the uncensored self. Um, but like all the, the whole entire feed, like everything is curated. Every, even like the vulnerable posts and the vulnerable moments, people still only show what they would be comfortable with absolute strangers and hater bots seeing and commenting on. 
because ultimately you still have to set up a camera. So like if you're having a mental breakdown or like if you're just like running your, in your thoughts, like you're not thinking like, oh, like let me like film this and like post every single thought that comes into my mind. Like, you know what I'm saying? So even the most vulnerable moments that are appreciated when they're shared, I'm sure, and help you to feel seen, like it's still all curated. Um, people can say it until they're blue in the face and I wish I had more words to express it, but social media is just not reality and you can take comfort in that. Like, don't get me wrong. A lot of people on socials definitely are genuine in their posting. Even like when, like, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's really easy to see when people are being fake. Um, but all this to say, like you can allow yourself to be a real human being because camera down, microphone aside, like they are real human beings too. And I think a lot of people nowadays want to show that in their content and like in their their offerings. Like I try to show that I'm like a real human being. Like that is literally what this whole entire podcast is about. Um, it's just that we're all like, you know, just be your uncensored self. Like just be you. Um, but basically just know that there is a real person behind the video that you're watching and just allow yourself to be a real human too and just let go of the need to meet the expectation of the people you see online. You should want to live your own life. And if a creator is leaving you feeling jealous or envious, even in the smallest ways, even I'm sure they don't know that they're that it's happening to you because of their their stuff, it's just time to stop watching it. And it is okay. It's totally fair game to unfollow, mute, whatever. Um, in a similar fashion, life is not a competition. So now that we're gonna now we talk social media, we're gonna talk more in person, but this can totally still apply to social media and vice versa. Um, I want to challenge you this year or just going forward for remind yourself daily, remove the words of quote, I have it worse or quote, I have it better from your vocabulary. You are able to still be empathetic and meet people where they're at without feeling the need to compare or weigh your lives on a scale against each other. The two are not mutually exclusive, exclusive like empathy and, and competition. When you constantly live in a pity party of your own struggles, all, even like I said, the minor ones too, those count. All this does is build a bubble around your life of just how bad your life is. It weakens your relationships, leads to resentment, and you end up identifying in it so much that it blinds you from what truly is going right and good. Because I would like, I mean, all things aside, I think 99% of the time when we are so saturated in our feelings about what is going wrong and how ungrateful we are, how discontent we are. Like, like when we start comparing ourselves, we're taking the minuscule things and running with it. Like there is so much goodness. Like you have a roof over your head, you have food on the table. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you have a phone right now and you have time to listen to this podcast, like you are so richly blessed. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there are, and I'm not saying like, that one of us has it better or the other, but just focus on you and what you have. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't, hopefully that made sense. Cause it's not saying like, oh, it could be so much worse. It could be so much better too, you know? I just like when I say, oh, well, like it could be so much better. It could be so much worse. So that's why I'm saying like, it doesn't matter. Like remove those from your vocabulary. Like all you have right now is the life that you have. So take a look around at what you have. You have food over on your table. You have a roof over your head. You have time to listen to a podcast. Like it doesn't matter what anyone else has because it's not a competition. Like take those words out of your vocabulary. Just take what the time and the gifts and the talents and everything that you've been given to steward and ask for wisdom and how to do that faithfully. And slowly but surely, you will see what is good and pure and right and honorable and noble and true and everything. But if you decide to harp on what isn't true, 
even the small things, it will build and it will slowly but surely taint everything and you will become blinded to the light that is in your life. And we don't want that, of course. So have your feelings, bring them to God, journal about them, talk them over with trusted people in your life. I do all of the above so much. Like I am a deep, deep feeler and I do not shove my feelings. I really believe that emotions are a gift and they should be expressed like every single one of them. Because if we shove the ones that we deem negative, then it will, when it comes to expressing the positive ones and I negative, positive in quotes, it's going to be just as hard to do that too. So yeah, certainly do that, but don't let it taint your vision and keep you in a bubble. Um, get in the same breath when we identify in our struggles, keyword identify, and make it a game to be played with other people. We are way too focused on ourselves in a prideful way. And I say this with love because this is something I had to you know, I had a, I had an awakening too. Um, because we don't know that person's life truly because we are not them. So to make it a competition and to say, I have it worse or I have it better. We don't know their thoughts, their secret cries out to God, every pain or every time they've sobbed at three in the morning. So who are we to say we are worse or better off? Like, what is that gaining? What, what is that making us feel? it's not making us feel better about ourselves or worse, you know? And if it, if it is, if it is making us feel better, then maybe we have to find pleasure in other things. And if it is making us feel worse, then maybe you have to recognize, not you, maybe we people <laughs> have to recognize that there's still goodness that exists in our lives. And we can feel our own pain and sorrow deeply without attaching it to the world around us or making it a competition or making it our own. Like we can let it go. We can give it to God. Jesus has taken that weight on for us. Like he carries it all. We don't have to carry it. Um, like my pain does not invalidate another person's pain and their pain does not invalidate mine. So knowing that, and in addition to knowing that God sees all of our hurt and pain helps us, or at least helps me to have true empathy for people and also not identify in my own suffering and help myself to see the good as best I can, just keeping me overall happier. I kind of feel like this episode turned into a gratitude episode a little bit, but ultimately comparison is just a thief of joy. Like we said, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Um, and what is it destroying? Our happiness, our joy, our our gratitude, our zest for life, our desire to have, you know, good feelings about ourselves. So I think comparison is like a lot in part, like, because we said like the, the true underlying meaning is just not feeling content, which means that we just don't have enough gratitude for it. And that is okay. Like we are allowed to struggle with that. Like it's, it's not, it doesn't make you a bad person. Like we don't have to be like, like I said, like we don't have to make it a competition. Like that's where toxic positivity comes in. Like, but gratitude is just being thankful for where you're at and knowing that you're always taken care of and having trust in the Lord. Um, so I know this kind of turned into a, a gratitude chat a little bit, but I think it ultimately is just, yeah, comparisons leave a joy and gratitude goes hand in hand in that. Um, so with that being said, I want to tell you about a time a couple months ago where I was specifically feeling just very ungrateful, just very doubtful, um, comparing myself a lot, like just a lot of, a lot of feelings that kind of coincide with like all of this. And um, hold on one second. Sorry. Okay. I'm back. Oh my gosh. Of course, like the second I had something vulnerable and real and like <laughs> really big to say, I literally had to take a break because I was not about to survive on here. Um, don't worry guys. I'm fine. But I just like all of a sudden felt really like <laughs> unwell. Um, anyways, basically what I was going to say was a couple months ago, I was just really feeling just like so ungrateful, like constantly comparing myself to my past self, my future self, people around me, people on social media, like, and 
I felt comparison in a way that I have never felt comparison before. Um, and I think it was kind of on purpose because that was when, you know, how I said earlier in the episode, like I was like, oh, I'm prepared to talk about this. And I think I was like, well, maybe I need to like not learn a few things before I talk about it. But I think it just, you know, helped me be able to relate to guys maybe who are struggling um, or just be experience more of this. So I have more insight to talk about the topic on. Um, just constantly comparing myself and my situation to like so many different things. And it started with one area of my life and it just bled into so many others. And I just every single night would find myself in this like downward mind spiral and like just constantly wishing that things were different. Um, and yeah, I was just, it was several months ago, but it was, seems recently, even though it was probably like five, I don't know, however many months ago now, I can't do math in my head. So I don't know, whatever recently enough that it was like relevant, but not super recently where like I've been able to like work on it. Um, and my mindset has changed a lot since it initially kind of happened, but basically what I've been trying to say is, um, so I would, (laughs) this is going to sound like a side note, but I promise it has something to do with the story. Um, I used to look for angel numbers everywhere uh, several years ago. And since then I don't really look for angel numbers anymore, but my mind still gravitates towards repeating numbers. So I like to play this little game now where whenever I see a repeating number, I, the first Bible verse that comes to mind, I then go look it up and I, it's a fun little way to like learn more scripture and just be in the word more. Um, but basically when I was feeling all these things, I kept seeing 999 license plates, phone numbers, billboard signs, um, house numbers, like you name it. I just kept seeing 999 and I just kept being like, nah, I'm not going to look it up. Nah, I'm not going to look it up. And the only verse in the Bible that is 999 because there's no 999 it's the only one that is 999 is a psalm because psalm is those that's the highest like they have high chapters and that's the only that's the only 99th chapter in the bible is in the book of psalms so psalm 999 i looked it up and it says well at, at the time i looked it up and it says exalt the lord our god and worship at his holy mountain for the lord our god is holy And I, when I read that, I felt so humbled in a good way. Like the Lord doesn't bring condemnation condemnation or shame. I just felt so reminded that like I have the opportunity to fix my eyes on him. And I don't need to look around me. I don't need to compare myself. I don't have to look left, right. I can look above. And when I focus on him and all the goodness that he has provided in my life, first of all, it makes me feel better. No matter what anybody says, being like, oh, like, that's bad. Like, God should let you feel your feelings. He does. Trust me, he does. Because every single night I was crying out to him. But when I focus on him and I exalt his holy name because he is holy, my life just gets so much more peaceful. And I'm just able to so clearly see the purpose of my life is to have relationship with God. And nothing else, like, matters in a sense that it doesn't take up as much space in my brain and the noise in my brain is quieter that comparison gets halted when I exalt the Lord. Um, And to worship at his holy mountain, like the ground I'm standing on is holy ground. Like the spirit of the, like the Holy Spirit's living inside of you. So like your body, your temple, like that's holy. Like you have the ability right now to worship God wherever you are at. And it really just puts your heart in such a place of contentment because you're focusing on the one thing that truly matters, which is the Lord. And you just find this peace and contentment in him like you can't find anywhere else. And it kind of just halts the comparison overall. Um, 
And later, a couple weeks after, I was like thinking about that. Because, you know, at first I was like, all right, sure, whatever that means. But I'm still unhappy, <laughs> you know. Um, and a couple weeks later, a couple days, I don't know the timeline, I don't remember it. But I came across another verse that says, um, James 4.10, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will exalt you. And that humility and that worship that you engage in when you exalt the Lord, no matter what's going on in your life. Like when you are able to say, Jesus, you are good above everything. And I'm just going to be here with you right now. At, like regardless of what's going on, like I'm going to lay my feelings down at your feet. And you just come in humility before him. He will exalt you. Therefore saying, you're going to see the richness and the goodness. Like he will exalt you, meaning like he's going to lift you up to where he can lift you up to so that you can look down and see, oh, everything is as good as it really is because the father has his hand on my life and his blessings are, are rich and plenty and like everything that he does is ordained for my good and his glory. And like, I don't have to live in fear anymore. I don't have to look left to right. I don't need to want anything around me. I don't need to want differently. And like, I'm still totally not good at this. Like, it is still so hard sometimes, you know. I still compare myself like more than I used to in the past and more than I want to now. But this helps so much. Just like a true heart for worship and adoration and fear of the Lord. Um and that is my best advice. <laughs> Meditate on Psalm 99.9. Like ask for God to show you how to worship him and how to put your point your hearts towards him so that you can live in full contentment with everything that is in your life. Not looking left to right, not making it a competition with anyone, just truly asking God, like show me how I can enjoy this life with you right now. And he will because he wants you to have great happy desires and he wants you to feel the joy of his presence. Like that is his free gift to us is relationship with Jesus, who is the Prince of Peace and the God of all glory. So yeah, that is just, I don't know. It's my best advice, guys. <laughs> um, So yeah, if your 2023 wasn't all you expected it to be, or if you're just looking around doubtful that 2024 will be any better, I just want to encourage you to go back to Psalm 99.9 and focus on what truly matters. And you only need a mustard seed of faith. Like God's not asking you to have everything all like confident and figured out just start with that really teeny tiny bit of faith saying okay yeah sure and then he's gonna run with that and just show you how much it can grow it's gonna grow into this huge beautiful i don't know do mustards grow into trees <laughs> it's gonna grow into something magnificent and your faith is gonna be so strong um and i just i know that because i've lived it i've lived it and i know that it can happen for you guys too because you know, God has favor on everybody. He has no favorites. He just has favor to pour out on all people. Um, and he invites you into that. So yeah, will you pray with me? All right, Holy Spirit, let's guide this prayer together. Um, what words do you want me to say, Lord? Oh, okay. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you so much for inviting us into prayer and fellowship with you today and every day and every moment of our lives. Lord, you have never failed us. Regardless of what our feelings are, you have never failed us and we praise you for that thank you jesus that you have walked beside us and gone before us every single moment of our lives lord i just pray for the person on the other side of this this podcast who's listening with their headphones or in the car whatever it may be i ask that you show that you have favor upon them this year and always 
I pray that you bless them and you draw them near to you so that they can experience the gift of your presence, Lord. And I just pray that you show them that their life is something that they can enjoy when they have a relationship with you. And I just pray that they take every thought, every thought, <laughs> every thought captive in your mighty and holy name so that there is no territory for the enemy because we know he only comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but you have come to give us life so that we may have it abundantly, Lord. That is your promise to us. And we just have the faith that you will deliver that this year and in the years to come. So we rebuke any thought that is not from you in the name of Jesus immediately as soon as it comes to your mind and that spirit of comparison and jealousy and and just vain, Lord, we rebuke that in your name so that we can invite feelings of happiness, joy, wisdom, peace, serenity, and just full relationship with you. Show us what that looks like this year, Lord, so that we can grow together. We can experience the riches that you've placed in our life and share your goodness with everybody else to grow in the love that we have for you, others, and ourselves. Thank you, Lord, for joining us together in prayer. And we just pray all these things in your mighty name. Amen. All right, guys. That was so fun. I enjoyed this episode and I'm so happy that we were able to be back together um, with our little just you and I. Um, but yeah, be sure to pass this episode or podcast along to anyone you think could benefit from hearing it. And if you'd like to take the time to rate and review it as well as follow or subscribe, depending on what platform you're listening on, I would so appreciate it. Um, can't wait to see what you guys or can't wait. Oh my gosh, words. Sorry, I have the hiccups now. <laughs> Can't wait to see you guys next week. And until then, I wish you all the joy. Oh my, there we go. <laughs> In the world. Happy New Year 2024. Jesus loves you. XOXO. With the biggest virtual hug in the world, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast today. If anything resonated with you, please don't hesitate to share this podcast with anyone else you feel needs to hear it. You can find me on Instagram at The Uncensored Self and on TikTok at Emily Ziz for more faith-based self-love content and updates about The Uncensored Self. I love the encouraging community we have on social media, and I especially love chatting with my listeners. If you have questions, suggestions, testimonials you wish to share, or just want to chat, DM me or send me an email at theuncensoredself at gmail.com. I also have a text messaging service where you can sign up for weekly messages free of charge. All you have to do to join is text the number 81010 with the message at TUSpod. Your listenership means everything to me. Can't wait to chat again next. And until then, I wish you all the joy in the world. Jesus loves you. XOXO, Emily. <laughs>